Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. So we did it, right? Zev holds up the sword. He looks at the points of the one rune that's now glowing. I got her soul. Oh, um, delightful. Wait, who does she have in her? What? She said that she has somebody in her. I don't know, but I've, I've got her soul right here. Oh, we should ask her questions. I am not. No, wait, that's fine. <laughs> yes, yes, we should. Um, there are too many people in my head. <laughs> so, no comment. Well, we killed her. We got her, right? Well, you did. All right, Aaron. Actually, I did. Well, all right, all we of you. We should do some healing now. Aye, um, that we should. Uh, right. I can do the deer, but actually, we should. Are any of these trees around here, like, safe enough to wimbly wommily back? Still Wait, takes... didn't I give you the stick back? Aye. Let's look at these trees and see if any of them are good enough to wimbly wommily. Who are you rolling? He's not, the God's not even here. He left us. He had to pee. God went to pee. <laughs> He'll be back. And the world goes to hell in a handbasket because God had to pee. <laughs> okay, so we mentioned healing and then, wait, we should get out of here and wimbly wommily back to the raven tree. Are any of these trees good enough to wimbly wommily? Unfortunately, the trees here are all uh, uh, basically animated to still be alive. <laughs> They're not living trees that you could use the stick on. Because they're alive. Um, but they're not really moving anymore. They've sort of stopped and dug back in. Some of them who were in mid-stride when things have sort of worn off have even fallen over with their roots and everything exposed onto the ground. So do we just sit here then? I mean, you can get out. Uh, the trees have sort of split. But you have it was taken a while, I would say, before that happened. It takes like an hour before the um, magic of the grove sort of wears off. Um, but it was getting weaker and weaker and sort of unable to summon any more threats to fight you other than the poison that it's been shooting out into the air, which uh, I guess Navara would be affected by, so she would go back to her form probably and fly above you guys for the time being. And, and you know, Trixie would be able to get out through the top right away, yeah. but the rest of you would sort of have to move along with the grove for a while and yeah. sort of this... and I would want to walk with it to make sure it stops. Pace. Yeah, yeah. And eventually it does with this anticlimactic slowdown of just something running out of gas. All of a sudden it's just, there's no more breath um, in this grove anymore. And Kira's going to summon the deer to walk with us and we can all... Can you summon that again? No, not the elk, the deer. Oh, the healing deer. The healing deer. Sure. She has many hooved yes, mammals. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, yeah, the spectral uh, deer of healing. How much healing do we get from that? You can probably get back to One thirty-five. I think we determined was the average. Cool. Concentration up to one minute. One d six. Spree has some lay on hands left. If anybody needs it. I mean, how much are we getting from the deer? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. To the calculator. Is that I'm back up to seventy. I just need eighteen points Spree. to get full. Spree could do that. Uh, I mean, sure. Come on, Spree. Okay. Spree yeah. heals you back up. Here, little gnome, take this healing from Bahamut. Oh, thank, thanks, Spree. I keep hearing Muhammad there. I'm not 100% full. Blessed be so his name. It doesn't matter. 
I'm not going to ha- have him use his lay on hands for that. That's fine. Okay. So you guys leave the grove. Uh, Kira, I guess, make a survival check. Try to determine where you are now that the grove has stopped moving. This counts as forest still, I suppose. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if I get advantage or not. Yeah, I would say so. Fourteen? Yeah. I think what? you can still kind of see in the sky, like, the cloud of birds and things that were over Raven Tree and the big uh, airship and the and owlings too. and things. So you kind of know the direction of Raven Tree. You're well to the east, but you're not really south anymore like you were. Like, the grove had started making a beeline toward the shrine when it saw the um, Gothias tree fall. So you're not quite as far north as the shrine, but you're sort of halfway between where it began and where the shrine was. We need to um, get back and check the tree. Yeah. Yes. So you find yourself traveling along the road between Raven Tree and the abandoned city where Dern, GW, and Kira had found Akagi uh, all those months ago. You've, you've met my father? Well, I haven't met him. I'm the GM. They've, they've met him. Oh, <laughs> and you. You've met him. <laughs> <laughs> Too many voices. <laughs> We've definitely yeah, Dern should definitely tell before. you all about it. How did he come here like a long time ago? And we pan away as <laughs> uh, Dern and Zev are talking to each other. Um, as you're walking along the road, you don't see it until you slide. almost step into its border. But just off the road, Scarecrow. you see an Amanita village. <gasps> And it's thriving. There are dozens of little mushroom people around with their little wooden shrines made in resemblance of mining equipment. It's made out of dead wood. and It's like their houses, which are sort of made out of mulch and things like that. The creatures bask in the blighted land that was once under the influence of a blight mother until Winston, Dern, and Kira removed it from the land. But now their village stretches nearly to the road, and some of the creatures are even on the far side scavenging for things. In the center of the village, standing about five feet tall, a behemoth structure to the 12-inch tall mushroom people, is a stick-built dwarf in full armor, holding a hammer in one hand and an outstretched skyward hand in the other. At the end of the hand, one finger pointed toward the sky. As you get closer, does some of the... Does look like Dern to anyone else? No. <laughs> no, it does. Not even yeah. a little bit. He even yeah, has they... your birthmark. That's racist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they think he's the metal man. Um, They're all racist. As you get closer, some of the Amanita that are in the road are starting to scurry away, but then one seems to recognize somebody nope, in the party. Bonus action, hide. <laughs> in the middle of the road, the dwarf tries to step behind Zavaz. I hide behind Spree. <laughs> he's back here, my children. No, he's not. <laughs> um, and then it yelps excitedly and goes to intercept your path. I hate all of them. And there's a group of them <laughs> who sort of, as they start, Uh, communicating telepathically with each other, start moving around, and a bunch of them greet you by holding up their middle fingers, and they say, Long live the metal man! And (laughs) dozens crowd around you, extending their finger. Long live the metal man! And now that you are closer, you can see that the Dern effigy is not pointing at the sky. He's holding (laughs) his middle finger up toward it. I could not imagine a finer (laughs) monument. (laughs) And you see uh, a small spory with pale, sort of pale white with this red sticky substance in dots oozing from the cap. Mm. And it is Hyde and Ellum. 
you're back, metal man. Kara walks up laughing hysterically. <laughs> she just gives you the finger. Well met, elf. <laughs> and that's dirt on the shoulder and says, we're back. This is not a funny joke. No, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's totally very normal. good. What yes. joke? This is the sign of our religion, given to Clathris in the capital of the Spory Lands by the King of Magic to guide him on his way to find the Metal Man. Dern is staring daggers <laughs> into GW right now. But, he <laughs> but here you are, crossing our paths again. Zev, you can't cast that big Hadar thing, can you? Trixie's confused. Uh, yeah, Dan, and I stick up my middle fingers. <laughs> Hell and well met, right? Clathris <laughs> <laughs> must have found you. He set out only a few weeks ago, but here you are, among us again. No one else ever found me. We found you. Uh, I mean, I kind of came back, but no mushroom person ever found me. And now the land blooms in your presence. All hail the Metal Man! And the, <laughs> then you hear the spores. All hail the Metal Man! As they renew their fingers as high as they can reach their middle of their th you know, only three fingers up into the sky. Yep. This is the sign of the end times. Then what are they doing? Oh, that's the sign of the end times? I not the this okay. is terrible. So... All right. It's a bad joke, lass. A very bad joke. I don't understand your humor over here. Neither do I. So, I guess we should be going, because we do have some stuff to do. And I'm never uh, coming back. Um, we will find you wherever you go. It's been a pleasure. We will follow the bloom that arises in your footsteps. Seriously, any fire left? Until the got? end of days. I'll take a cantrip. Um, I'll pay you. I'm... Oh. <laughs> well, um... Amanitas. Who are you? I am the king of magic. You don't look like the king of magic. He had a glowing... Touch my crown. All hail the king of magic. <laughs> he who has brought the metal man back to our lands to make them bloom for us to grow. To bloom. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, thank you. Thank you, my, my people. My, my... All hail! The king of magic, they take up in the chorus. <laughs> All right, yes. Um, is there something that we're supposed to do here besides acknowledge that they exist? Grenades. <laughs> Amanitas, I am in need of your services once again. What is it that you need, king of magic? Bring me the smartest Amanitas to my presence. What's your angle the, here, the smartest? Um, how about... How about Siathis? Bring bring up Siathis. And you watch this sort of, uh, again, small, 10-inch tall Amanita with this cap with blue opalescent circles all over it, which makes it hard to know which ones are his eyes. Mm. Um, and he walks up to you, and he kind of says, I am the seer. Hello, seer. I'm the king of magic. I need to learn how to time travel. I need your help. <laughs> And he turns to, like, these little puffball mushrooms that are sitting on the ground. And he says, not now, I'm talking to the king of magic. Hmm. Uh, I will excuse it to this once. We travel slowly across the span of time, king of magic. 
forwards. Always. Slowly. Right. I just need to, like... Stop talking to me now, puffballs. <laughs> I, yes, I'm aware of how we travel currently, but I need to go the other way. And this old-looking um, spory comes up with this big orange spade-shaped fin on its head and says, No one can go back. Oh, pessimist. Oh, do you dare be a pessimist in the in the presence of the king of magic and the metal man. Not the metal man. And not the, the metal, metal man. man. I'm not the metal Long man. Long live the metal man. Long live the metal man, yes. Um, she says, the king of magic would know such things more than our humble spores. All right. Oh, worth a shot, right? Well, guys, we should probably get going. You know, right. Raven Tree. All right, yeah. Let's Aftermath of the big Just battle. Quick. Yeah. All right. We'll see you soon, Metal Man. I hate you. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. And you leave unaccosted any further by the spores. If I'm supposedly their god, why do they never listen to me? <laughs> well, to be fair, they don't really have ears. So <laughs> That's true. Eventually, uh, after an hour or so of Yay. walking along the road, you arrive back in Raven Tree. Darren gave them the finger as we were walking away. And they loved it. <laughs> they, they all shouted, all hail the metal man. Um, but you arrive back in Raven Tree and you see after the forest stood still, this vast mass of twisted deadwood trees on the plains south of Raven Tree and even those that had crept into the village proper the flocks of carrion birds had, uh, that had been circling the city, now full, are resting in their boughs. It's quiet in the village of Raven Tree, where many sleep the sleep of the dead. What do you do? Go to the tree and look for Alana. Go into the trees? Yes. To the tree? Tree. tree. The big tree. All right. You start walking to the Raven Tree, and you do see there are still some people who are sort of coming out of some of the shelters that they have here and those who are across the river where they have a new barricade who see you sort of coming into town because you would be coming across north of the river just start following you as you walk um you make it around the corner of the thorns around the raven tree you saw all these still silent dead trees not 20 feet away from the edge of the thorns that surround the raven tree um, you can see their roots stretching up from the ground, reaching underneath the thorns toward the center of the grove. But as you move around the corner, around that hedge of thorns to get a view of the tree, you see it. The raven tree still stands, and it's in bloom. Its flowers, Good. a beautiful white among the dark deadwood trees that stand all around it. And um, Alani is there beneath its boughs, holding her staff, still wary and tired. I'm going to take my hammer and start smashing whatever those roots are sticking up off the ground. Okay. Just, they just kind of turn to dust as you start smashing into some of them. And some crack and still have a little bit more life in them. Um, but some of them are s uh, a little bit easier to dispose of. Trixie had given Kira the bow because it's too big for the bird to hold and use. Mm-hmm. Um, Kira takes it and goes up to Alani and says, she's dead. 
We hoped as much. She Zeb says. holds up Fobringer and points to the room. I have Hasol. <laughs> she looks wary at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's very excited. Zeb, be cool. Send it away, she says. You don't want me to shatter it. Shatter it. Send it away. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> okay. And you, as you shatter it, you feel this voice in your head go, from the sword go, she was ours. I thought that sent it to the... So you have I the choice. I could it and get rid of it, or I could shatter it and send it to the raven. If you shatter it, it destroys questions. it. If you want to send it to the beyond, you can choose what plane. So what do you want to do? I completely misunderstood that mechanic. I thought every time I shattered it, it got sent to the... the and that's why I got the power. No, it destroys it completely. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I don't want to do that. Then. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, the shatter is... The soul doesn't exist anymore. Zev's not the only one with a minus two to intelligence. Okay. <laughs> um, never mind. I'm not going to shatter it. I, but I, I will send it on. Okay, so as you go to do it, but you hear wait. the voice. Questions. Do we want to talk to it first? No, I'm good. No. Didn't she say that she had something in her? Somebody in her? I mean, I imagine she had a lot of people in her. She was sort of collecting horrible things. Yeah. I, I don't, I I don't think... we could talk to her first. I thought she said that she had something Not in her. Not here, Alani says. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I will wait then. We can send it after we just make sure that there's nothing else that she had... Set so up contingency plans. As for. you're starting to talk in here, you start to see this gathering, and Trixie's magnificent manor is still standing, and you see just people start um, coming from that direction. You can't really see the doorway because of the thorns, but it seems like they're starting to stream like a bunch of people, whatever could be in the ma- in the mansion, uh, were in there from the village, and they're sort of walking out um, and gathering around all of you at the Raven Tree too. Do we want to go in and talk to her? Go in the mansion. I mean, everyone's coming out of the mansion. Right. Yes, and then it's safer. That will be a safe place. Oh, talk to her. Yes. Ah. Talk to the talking to the creepy lady. I mean, yeah. Why why not? Make sure she had nothing else going on. Where in the manor do you want to go? The basement. Ooh, (laughs) spooky. Right. Go down to the wine cellar. If there's lots of people still in. They mostly started coming out when they heard for the you aesthetic. guys are back and that the raven tree is blooming. Has the raven tree ever bloomed before? Um, I don't Just think any of you have seen Meg's it. Just from stuff, which I think Trixie did. Yeah, I don't believe any of you have seen it bloom, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so we go, go to the basement. We go inside and I guess go to Lucius's old study. Okay. Which would not be his study anymore. Right. Now it's your study. So it's a pretty fancy room at the top of the stairs uh, down the hallway um, that has the window that sort of overlooks the garden. Um, you go into the room, it's easy enough to accommodate all of you, and you all sit down sort of around a circle or semicircle um, as Zev takes out the sword. And, and sits down sort of cross-legged, puts the sword across his lap, closes his eyes, and... Hello. Yeah. We killed you. What do we want to ask? You um. said you had somebody in you. Can, can, she, can she hear her? I wouldn't think you so. Said, you said that you had somebody in you. 
The master is within me. He became mortal so that we might save the world. Okay, and who would that be? I'm trying to think what she would call him. Sev, Sev, ask him, ask it what my name is. See if it can get that one. He is the end. He is rebirth. She said you are the end, you are rebirth. Oh. Sev, I think that was about the other guy. No, it was sounded pretty clear, cause and effect right there. All right, I'm the end. I think Kira's too far away for her to hear, but he, she was, he's very close. <laughs> oh. Wait, so he's the end and the rebirth? That Can you just ask her that question again, please? No! <laughs> Are we talking about... I'm literally going to quit. This is the last game. This is the last episode that I'm in because I had to do nothing and then I had to listen to you ask an angry ghost the same question. <laughs> Because last episode. In. I'm done. Are we talking about the resources? Who? Oh, no. no. You were right. She was talking about the. the oh, shoot. Does he have. Do you have a limited number of questions? 10 minutes. Oh, 10 Does minutes. He have a, okay. Oh, good. We can do this for a good while longer. Does he have another name? Like, how did they meet? Is he dead too? Does he perhaps have an alias of some sorts, like Tim or. Alias is too big of a word for Zeb. Does he have another name? <laughs> nickname. <laughs> a nickety name. <laughs> he is the power I called upon in the grove to end the lives of the trees that would spread their disease across the healthy of those in the Feywild. That was almost a rhyme. And very but it was not enough. Okay, but, but name. Like, those are all verbs. Those are things that it does. Zeb doesn't know what a verb is. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> The chaos has no name. It does not have any. But it does have a gender? It just calls itself chaos or ending or rebirth or something to that effect. So did we get it? Did we kill it? Is there more? Is it coming back? Is it dead as well? Uh, in you, in the sword? Do I have chaos in my sword? Send me back to the realm beyond the divine gate that we might rule there, else your world will be in peril. I don't think I'm supposed to do that. I think I'm supposed to send you to the Raven. Do not send me to Ildras. Why wouldn't I? I will give you greater power if you send me back beyond the veil. Zev is listening. You guys don't hear this, Ruh-oh. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of you came up here with Zev, and you're just sort of sitting there while he's talking to this thing, which I think we determined was telepathic. Yeah. So, and then kind of watching Zeph like <laughs> and no, occasionally he has been muttering questions back and yeah, forth. Okay. Answers, but Zeph, he keeps this one to himself saying? or this one's to myself. Yeah. Imagine the power you have now multiplied by mine. Zev's good with numbers. <laughs> that is at least 15 times <laughs> my current power. But here's the thing. This sword is not just a source of power for me. This sword is a piece of my father, or what is left, what I have left of him. Puppet of the raven. Son of my father. Death of this world. (laughs) Nice rap going on here. (laughs) Are you really any better? 
I would have brought the life of the Feywild to this plane to protect it from the gods. They will crush mortals under their feet, should either the Lawbringer or the Nightwalker triumph. Okay, I know who Dern is. Who is this Nightwalker? The night water is the darkness that spreads across Wait, Old Manassa. Night water or night walker? Walker. Walker. I heard water one time. I got confused. <laughs> he is the shadow that stretches across Manassa, his hand reaching toward the cradle. He will bathe the world in darkness and bring the demons back. Hang on. Hang on. Go back. That is a lot. <laughs> Who are they and when are they coming? They are here. Okay. Where are they? He is the Shadar Kai. He leads them across the face of Manasseh, Shut through up. the overdark, across into the mainland. Grease Wizard has cast that before. Okay. You've heard of the Shatterkai, actually. They're uh, my nemesis. Um, right? When Arryn came yeah. back from her trip, you had heard about them. Uh, she told you that she encountered them. Your mother told you about them in sort of scary bedtime stories. They're these sort of uh, nasty... Uh, creatures who thrive on pain and suffering. Are you talking aloud again? Your questions again? No, I am talking completely in my own head. Okay. So for about a minute, you just see Zev <laughs> kind of so you're like staring at a sword. Like, uh, <laughs> any updates? Uh, she says that the Shadar Kai are coming and hmm. they are going to attack Molasses. <laughs> And Dern is involved somehow. I was Dern involved. I don't know, but maybe Dern is in league with the Shatterkai from what I from what she is saying. Um I don't know entirely. This hang on a moment. <laughs> why, is Dern. Dern, uh, why is Dern why is Dern allied with the Shatterkai? Dern's just like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I know not of Dern. Who said Lawbringer? The Lawbringer, yes. Yes, is that not... He holds sway on Valbara. Wait, maybe you know him as the Metal Man. (laughs) (laughs) I love my intelligence. Go. (laughs) If you will not bring me back, go to the Feywild. Bring it here. It is your only protection. Bring what here? The Feywild. The Fey... I can't... How do I... What? (laughs) (laughs) With my power, you could but I am not going to take your power. I would lose my father's sword. Then why are we talking? I'm not really sure. My friends <laughs> wanted me to. I was going... <laughs> I was going to destroy you like a, a good five minutes ago. Fine, be done with it. Destroy me. I mean... Hold, please. <laughs> Does anybody have any She's more like questions? to the girl from Ipan Deepa now. <laughs> In Zev's head, he's homing it. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have any more questions? It's not done. I was thinking Blast of someone this else. music. <laughs> um, no. So she had no other plans laid out in case she died or anything? And what is the Shatterkai thing? She says that the Feywild must come here. It is our only chance to stop the Lawbringer, which I thought was done, to be honest. No, oh, that's a pretty kick-ass name. That sounds good. But And then the Shatterkai as well. Um... <laughs> Yes, so she says we have to bring the Feywild here, and that's what she was trying to do. Well, obviously we're not going to do that. But she was bad, and she was trying to kill everything, so was she actually trying to protect us, or was she just... Is this like a two evil thing, or... Let's just, like, let this one ride. Let's just take a step back and see, like... 
I mean, I I've only know. got her for like another five minutes. Yeah, I know. It's just like, I don't know. So where did I'm you say concerned. they were coming from? Hang on a second. Where are they coming from? <sighs> She's got the, the world is in peril. Right. And I am trapped in an inanimate object. Yes. Where are they coming from? They are here. They are already here, is what she says. Where on the map? Where on the map, specifically? Like, do you know a town, maybe? They crawl over the face of Manassa. They move from shadow toward light. Somewhere called Molasses. Aaron should recognize that, no? <laughs> Molasses? Is it <laughs> I don't think... Yes, is it's it a very possible, sticky substance. Is it possible that she said Manassa? Did you say Manasa <laughs> or <laughs> Molasses? Manasa. You're, you're right. It was Manasa. I think my connection is a bit spotty. He kind of holds the sword up to his ear. I thought I underestimated you. But I was wrong. Hey, I killed you. So It was is my Manasa overestimation that was my downfall. Is Manessa here, or is that in the past? That's my homeland. As far as I know, it's still around here somewhere, even if it's not called that anymore. I'm not great with geography, really. Yeah, you have determined that in... It's Trixie. basically called the Overdark at this point, but it was once called Manessa. Trixie turns around and says, Is there a map on this wall? And Kira's like, in the I've study. got maps here. Sure, I would say there's a map. Oh, shit. I just saw it said 10 minutes. You can ask the soul up to five questions. <laughs> okay. Well, one of them God damn it. Or molasses. molasses or Manasseh. <laughs> I guess it's done and then. And the sword yeah. falls silent. <clears throat> okay. Well, that is all I have. I am going to send her to the ribbon. All right. Well, then, just, I don't know, do it. It shakes the sword for a second to clear the connection. Ildress. Yes. Are you ready? Send her to us. We have waited too long for her. Okay. When she gets there, remind her that we are mortals and we killed her. Then I want you to laugh a little bit at her. Is that okay? This I can do. Okay, here she comes. (laughs) (laughs) Is it an Etch-A-Sketch? Yes. (laughs) He's clearing the soul. Okay. The rune fades from the side of the blade. And you hear just a chortle before the connection sort of with the sword fades and you don't hear um, Ildress anymore. Okay, I, I have sent her to the Raven, who is my god, I am a cleric. <laughs> right, right on, Sev. I don't think you're a cleric. I am absolutely a cleric. He, you don't do hey, any healing. Ki- Not Kira? all clerics do healing. Kira, just, he's a cleric, Okay. And I wink at Kira. I'm a cleric of the sword domain. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Zev's stone starts glowing red. (laughs) And then I cast a message. You did such a great job out there, little buddy. We are so proud of you. I'm very happy. (laughs) I think you might be a warlock. What does that mean? All right, so let's go back and look at the raven tree some more. Where's the NASA on the map? It is a southern island. Because I have a list of maps that I have, but that's all I have. I can get out the old map. So, 
You guys are on Lamoche, which is down here. Yep. This little island is where you've been mm-hmm. for mm. six levels. Um, this is Manassa. So it's sort of, you know, the world is round. So even though it's on this side of the map, it's not super far from Lamoche. It's another it southern it island. It's also like sugar. not far from the mainland. And uh, she was towards. talking also about the cradle. She was saying it was moving from shadow to light. And there's actually some of the other names on the map here are like... Um, but oh, Zev, I've got that on my smaller version. Zev's an idiot. He wouldn't yeah. have known what any of that means. Um, but some people call that the overdark now. Most people do. But she did mention it was moving like toward the cradle across the path from shadow to light. Is there anything else pressing that you want to do or say to each other? Yeah. How about a drink? Aye, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I pull out my bottle of mulberry wine and my other bottle of cheap wine. Did somebody say that they required a drink? Rupert says at the door. I I would like... I mean, I'm always saying that. Let's... The hardest thing that you have, please. I think they would like some drinks. Yes, please. I will fetch them. Thank you, Rupert. The blue spectral servant disappears and reappears with a tray full of bottles of uh, whiskey... Um, brandy, uh, cognac, good arrangement, scotch. Absinthe. Are we, so, <laughs> are we supposed to high-five now? Something um, doesn't y- feel y- right. Wait, wait, wait. Does anybody else feel off? Is that just me? Am I crazy? I mean... Things do feel kind of weird. Something feels wrong. But maybe it's just that we've been trying to fight this thing for so long that now that it's over, it's like, what I mean, am I here for? My arm is starting to get tired. Kira high five. We all high five. I'll, oh, okay. I'll high five him too and worry about my existential <laughs> crisis later. And with that high five, the magic of friendship grants you level seven. Yay! <gasps> yes. Great. Nice oh, no, little two characters. Pick out new spells Did anybody else hit a ding? Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Date Night with me, Mike. If you like the show, we can really use your help. See, we need someone to spread the word. So share the show with a friend or a family member. You can also help us by following on social media platforms like Twitter at Date Night Podcast and sharing our posts from there. If you want to follow our giveaways and announcements, that's really the best place to find us. All right. Now back to the action. Uh, Before we get to the mechanics of that, there's one thing we have to settle before we can move forward at all, like Mm -hmm. in time. So as you're leaving the mansion, um, Kira... Uh, Navara pulls you aside, and she says, um, it's over. Yes, it is. Look, um, it's rarely so clear what the right decision is as it was here, and it's nice to know for once that I did the right thing. Um, but I'm leaving Kira. Back here in Raven Tree, they'll call you, they'll call us. They'll call us heroes, and I can't bear that name, but um, you deserve it. I'm not sure if they'll call you a hero, especially if they learn that you're behind all of this. 
that's even all the more reason to go, isn't it? Listen, um, if you ever want to meet our people, see our lands, sail to the Feylands. They may not allow you to see the heartwood, but ask for me and I'll meet you in the outskirts. I feel a pull to go there, and I would like to know more about that part of my background. But I still have my brothers here. I can't leave them just yet. And you can do what I couldn't. If you see your father again, tell him he was right. All this, which kind of motions to the dead trees and things around. All this proves that if I hadn't already known this living, living too long, it's not a blessing. It is a sickness. How come I don't remember much of my childhood if I've lived longer than I remember? You might not have been young, but you were little. And those things fade away. <sighs> Even as my heritage, your heritage, but my side of your heritage, we live a long time and we grow old slowly, but we still don't remember the things when we were little. I'm not sure when I'll make it up to see our heritage and learn more about the elven side of me. I can't go there yet. I understand. Um, I'm saying I'm going to tell my people the things they need to know. The other side of the equation to what they and Kipling's outlooks are. But... I guess I'm just running away again. You might not remember those times when you were small, but I do. If you do manage to come back that way, well, I'll try and make you remember them. I don't think you're as much running away as letting things go the way they ought. Well, that's kind. Goodbye, Kira. Goodbye. Perhaps we'll see each other again someday. I hope so. And she walks away. <coughs> okay. <coughs> that's what I needed to figure out before we could move forward was whether or not you were letting her go or so, good riddance. Um, some of the first things you see the next day in Raven Tree are the buried heroes that fell here among the heroes that still stand. Mag, the old grizzard whose faith in the angry huntress caused her to call her people to arms in a desperate hour. 
uh, those orcs who came on the thundercloud to fight for her and for their people and the owlings that came to help save the city never would have came uh, without her and she's fallen uh, Rickmash who lives on in the stories Cain Fury will tell their child Davos, a wizard from the Mage College of Pig Pimple, that brought the village precious time. With Pig the f- Pimple? Yes. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, that's what it was called when you guys were in Silver's Blessing. I mentioned it and nobody picked up on it like a year ago. In cleanup crew. No, it was Dernan. It was just Dernan Kira there. Anyway, uh, he brought the village precious time with the fire dancing from his fingers. Little Kellogg. Oh, good, it was that guy that died. Little Kellogg, a boy who wanted to be a hero, who with the firebolt spell he knew saved his sister from a swarm of deadly wasps before falling victim to their sting. And scores more, farmers and fullers, wealthy and poor, cider pressers and forest foragers, orcs, goblins, tieflings, mosin, tabaxi, and human alike, men and women that stood against the crash of an ocean of hopelessness and pushed back the waves. In the month that follows the end of the mistress's advance, there is much to be done, wounds both physical and otherwise to be tended to, old homes to survey, new refugees from nearby towns that come, and those that leave to rebuild or reoccupy the places that they left. Zavask has been basking in the respect of the orcs who wonder at his sword and remark on his great heritage. Arryn has felt the aloofness of a people who, re- who revere her too much to speak to her in unguarded ways, but also the love of those who know her as a friend. Trixie has enjoyed the company of other owlings under much better circumstances, or perceptions, rather, than she is accustomed to, and probably kept close to Dern, maybe sometimes unbeknownst to him throughout much of the time of the rebuilding. I don't think she really liked the attention at all from the other owlings. Sure. It's an Amy character. She can't be social. That's true. Uh, Calman Coggles, Dash 28, made good on his promise, and you haven't seen him again since the end of the battle. Spree and Philium, soon after the battle, returned to Lady Anara Peak and remained at its base to restore and care for the temple. Spree, in particular, working on the statue of Bahamut, trying to bring it back to its original shine and sheen. Kira would have sent word to Calman to say, hey... We're here if you want to come say hi or anything. Okay. Um, Dern kept order in the tumult of the city on the rare occasions where it was needed and dealt coldly with the owlings during their stay. Fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) What did I miss? Henna and Fury became unlikely friends, and the drow showed little of the doomed outlook uh, that hung over her while they were in the Underdark. The Grease Wizard got on nicely with Pippi, um, who received an invitation from Max, Maximilian's Paximilian, and Grin to visit the labyrinth, and had many a wizardly pissing contest with Kairos, uh, and made General Marion mischief among the village. In the meantime, making good on his vow, he learned that Crinkle Fire Touch, past Crinkle Fire Touch, is currently on the continent of Valbara, and he learned how to find him. Kira. Despite her mother's attempt, not really attempt, but option to leave with her mother, decided to stay here um, with her friends on the continent. And I think... For now, at least. Um, spent some time with her brother, Glum, in particular, and would also be made aware of the invitation from her brother, Grin, 
to visit her or visit him at the labyrinth. Griffin has repaired the thundercloud to some extent, sort of limps along on auxiliaries, but he did offer passage to any of those who were heading to the east coast of Valbar as he intends to return to Cliffshire for supplies, and he's going to ferry back to Raventree, as well as restock his supply of powder, because the sh ship's distinct lack of it feels like a hole in the gift's heart. First, though, he must go to Lenticularis to secure a new arcane drive for his main engine. The trials were not without changes made to our characters. Um, many socially, but also they have gained in their wisdom and their abilities. Dern has spent a lot of time getting acquainted with his new hammer, Lawbringer, and with his keen attention to detail, makes it an even deadlier weapon, earning the level seven ability, Keen Strikes. Ooh. Um, as well as your other level seven abilities. Pleased with Zev's obedience, Ildress awards him additional power to help lead his people, oh, no. giving him a new spell slot and a higher level of spells. Arryn's constant feral ferocity has developed in her a keener sense of how to get in the fray early, her, hes her hesitancy to fight becoming somewhat muted in the face of the evils of the Catablipus and the Mistress. Arryn, you've gained advantage on initiative checks from your new ability, Feral Instinct. Um, and we can go through the book and see exactly what else you guys get. Trixie's close calls and practice in a different sort of fray than the scraps she was accustomed to back on Valbara has given her a better idea of how to sidestep dangers and how to attack when people aren't looking to an even deadlier degree, earning her the evasion um, ability as well as a higher sneak attack bonus. Grease Wizard, your time battling the Blight has taught you some of its arcane secrets. Over the past little while, with the help of Crinkle's guidance and books borrowed from the refugees of the Mage College, you've learned the Blight spell, as well as the two additional spells of your choice granted by your level. So, um, Kira, your constant confrontations with death and dangers have taught you new ways to defend yourself learning your choice of the defensive tactics granted by level seven. With the aid of Henna, as well as your own experience, you learn the Detect Poison and Disease spell, as well as the spell of your choice granted by this level. Okay. So now we can go through, if you'd like, all of the other mechanics of leveling up, or we could save that for the end, because I don't think we're going to be doing any battling right now. What would you guys like to do? We can save that for the end. Save yeah. that for the end. Okay. So what else um, you called, you said to Kalman he could come visit. What, what other things are you doing within this, say, month or so, immediately following the battle for Raventree? Can I perform Kellogg's funeral? Yeah. I would Why like to do that. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay. Do you want to just state that, or do you want to say what the Grease Wizard would say at the funeral? Uh, I just want to state it, okay. I think. So you presided over that particular funeral? And I met, in order to prepare for the funeral, I did meet with, you know, the last people he was with. Uh, what was her name? His sister? His No, who is still alive, who told us that he had died before we left? Alani. Alani. She's still alive, right? Yes. I met with Alani to, like, learn exactly, like, what happened in extreme detail. Okay. Um, and, and what it was was basically 
these swarms of insects that had been sort of gathering around the city and occasionally attacking, attacked his sister. Um, and he went in there with his firebolt cantrip and also just sort of trying to slap them away and all that. And he kind of gained their ire instead and pulled them off of his sister, who did suffer some of the stings. Um, but he was the one who ended up passing based on that encounter. And his sister's alive? Mm-hmm. Younger sister. Cool. I avoid her. Okay. And other than that, I think the Grease Wizard is just, like, locked in his room, more or less. I mean, he'll come out sometimes. Okay. But I think a lot of the time he's just locked away. No one hears much from him. And an unparalleled era of peace swept over. <laughs> 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 um, you do learn from Crinkle in that time that he, right now, younger Crinkle, is on the Isle of Dawn. Um, maybe for a couple of months uh, following the attack. Um, his notes, he says, are dated by Gnome Reckoning, and when that's when they're dated at all. He says he's soon to leave, though, across the soft water toward the cradle. Um, as most of his people are. So you have to hurry, basically, he says, um, if you want to be able to catch him before he goes. I think for Aaron, like, for me it's frustrating because I enjoy playing combat, but for Aaron it's like she made a choice that resulted so that she could be here for this fight, and I think right now she's feeling like maybe she doesn't have a purpose because first off, like, the fight's over, so, like, what she's right. supposed to do now. And second, she, like, feels like, you know, she didn't even do that much. So what was the point of her, you know, turning her back and making that decision if it didn't, you know, matter that much? And that might not be true in the grand scheme of things, but I think that she would be feeling that way some. So right. I think she's feeling pretty lost right now. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, is there anything in particular you think she's doing with this time, or is she just sort of... I guess, again, a lot of the people are sort of distant of Arin because those who believe in her kind of think of her almost as a god walking yeah. on the earth. And then the others who don't buy into that, who are more just the non-religious orc soldiers who came to save here, are then, you know, uh, in the other camp of, well, that's that can't be right. I she think can't be who they think she is. She'd be doing a lot of, like, distancing herself um, from kind of everything. Um, but when she's not, like going for an angsty walk alone in the woods or yeah. like whatever, like checking out how far things have been damaged that she would want to, um, you know, be helping rebuild and especially helping people and like connecting with the people who don't revere her and who make her feel like her old self before she knew about okay. any of this. It's probably a lot of the people who were original to the village. Would yeah. Be, would be who just those. really bring out her stupid side. That's her goal. I think then just one quick thing that happened on one of those. <laughs> so lots of hanging out with Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On uh, one of those quick walks into the woods uh, on your own, you caught a glance of the Displacer, uh, Displacer Beach Beast, which I can't say, um, jumping from treetop to treetop. Uh, originally, sort of when it saw you, you heard it sort of give a growl. When you turned at it, it gave you sort of a look of recognition and then just sort of dashed back into the woods. Peace out, my dude. <laughs> um, all right. What about uh, what about Kira? What's Kira doing? Helping repair the village, spending time with Glum to try and get to know him and telling him about 
what little I know of the story from Grin. Right. And the book, I guess you have yeah. too. So sometime going through the journal, I guess Glum would learn at least a little bit more about his father's care for him and his regret for letting uh, for letting their relationship go to the shit that it really went to, um, which might be little solace at this point after so many years, but it's something. Yeah. Um, he also then learns of his brother still being alive uh, in the labyrinth and says he and the other dwarves who are here who were sort of helping with the smithing and stuff in the town plan to uh, to go and seek him out and see if they can go work in the uh, rock seeker forge uh, working under their family name again rather than as slaves of Inafriti in the Underdark yeah, or in Red Rock Underdark adjacent um, so uh, do you think Kira would go to Labyrinth with him? at least to see Grin again alright we might play that out in a little bit and see who else would be going to Labyrinth. Um, what about Zev? What, what's he been doing? Well, first of all, he's absolutely loving the attention that he gets. Um, <laughs> and also, a uh, point of order, whenever any of the more secular orcs are like, no, that couldn't possibly be true. She can't possibly be a god that doesn't work. He would, of course, regale them with all of the stories of time travel and how it totally works out. <laughs> <laughs> he's very yeah. charismatic, too, by the way. Yes, he is. Um, he knows that leadership is expected of him so in his goofy dumbass way he's tried to be more involved um, probably with mixed results especially if it calls for a certain level of intelligence yeah Um, but he tries to be a good boy on the flip side of things he is trying to deepen his connection with the sword and understand more about um, what's expected of him from that side and also kind of get as much information and history about his father as he can because he never never knew him. Okay. I think you'd be able to do that here. Uh, you'd be hearing lots of stories from the orcs who came from Red Rock uh, about the legend of Akagi Fellblade, um, how he brought the people together, um, how he gave them renewed strength, how he fought the incursion of the people who were destroying their land and threw them off, but also a little bit of uh, sour sourness in, in their description of uh, how they didn't sort of finish what they could have, how Akagi let them get away and go back to the mainland, and instead of showing them the true vengeance that they deserved, uh, that he showed them a mercy that was uncalled for. Um, so I think that's some of the things that you learn. Like, they didn't uh, appreciate that, but they definitely understand his strength. Um, and that bitterness that people had right after things happened has sort of, uh, that made Akagi kind of a loner and um, almost a pariah has faded. And the thing that people remember more is the strength um, of what he did rather than that sour taste that some of the warriors in hot blood had the moment that he told them to put their swords down. What would the... Um if there's any response at all, what would the sword, what would Ildras sort of say, have to say about Akagi's actions? Um, all right, I think you should probably play that out a little okay. bit. So, like, one of the times you're talking to your sword, um, deepening the connection with it, expanding on the new power that you were given, uh, Ildris kind of makes the connection with you and says, She has been judged. You have done well to send her to us. I am glad to hear that. 
I have been hearing things about uh, Akagi. Um, one of the things that people say is that he was too merciful at the end when he should have taken true justice, true vengeance. He stayed his hand and his army stood down. What is the truth of this? This was our outlook when we replaced the orc as our hand with those of the Shatterkai. Someone with no mercy would be better at representing the hand of death. But we were not right. The mistress was far from the last of our wayward servants those who took death too far, to cull the others and restore balance to the relationship of life and death, you will need to gather your strength and pick up where your father left off. Zavask, Talon Keeper, ever has your father's reputation been like a hedge of thorns for his people, but his people are broken. Take the seeds of the raven tree and replant Replant the land with her protection and your own. Replant the land and the alliances of your father's day. Bring back strength to your people, to the people of Ravenna, that they might once again serve their queen. This I will do. Good. Okay. Um, what about Dern and Trixie? Well, Dern, of course, did his best to help with rebuilding. Tricks probably, is making mischief. Probably <laughs> lost his temper more than once in that process. Mm -hmm. um, his attitude has been souring a bit the longer he goes without hearing from Atalanta, from hearing anything, especially now that Kalman's gone. Um, <clears throat> he's taken to sleeping every night with the hammer hanging where it could fall on him should fate push it that way. And even though he wakes up every day, he's almost uh, disappointed in a way. I think one of those days you wake up, and it's something that hasn't happened in a really long time for Dern. But across from him in the space, in the darkness of his room, it's not exactly the presence of Ad Atlanta he was looking for, but is a spherical Modron in full leather armor with one eye on Dern, sitting there just watching him as he sleeps. As this rubs the sleep from his eye. So which one are you? What do you mean? What's I'm your name? Calman. Calman Watt. Calman Cockles Dash Six. Oh, hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. Why are you here? I'm living up at the temple now. Kira invited me to come back. She said everything's been taken care of. Oh, good. She invited you into my room. No, I just came in. <laughs> okay. I don't well. sleep, so, you know, I was just waiting for you to get up so I could say good morning. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, buddy. Yeah. Yep. How you been? I've been better. Uh, you know, didn't die. That's a good thing. That's good. Yeah. Not a not a horrible abomination just yet. Uh, doesn't look like it. So all positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. Um. Have you heard any good rumors I could bring back to Victor? Other than 
surviving and defeating the the, the she hag blight mother. Um, yeah, that'll be a big one. Yeah, the freaky mushroom people are back. I don't know. Uh, Amanitas. Never heard of them. Okay, count your blessings. Um, the 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 thundercloud is 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 almost repaired. Oh boy, they're fixing the clouds. Looking looking forward to more grenades. Uh, oh yeah. You mean Griff? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> that was cool when we were on that team. Yeah, that was a that was a fun time. Yeah, I think about it a lot. I me too. Well, um, I probably need to go say hi to everybody else. If you're awake, you know maybe they will be too. Probably. I got pretty drunk last night. I'm probably the last one to wake up. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was good to see you. It's good to see you too, buddy. Okay. I think Calman goes. <laughs> What's Trixie been doing other than general mischief? Oh, Calman. Calman, real quick. Yeah? Should the... The, the desire ever arise for you to pick up a hammer. I think you'll do a great job. A hammer? Yeah. Go say hi to everybody. Okay. Is he <laughs> the one you made the whistle lips for, or is that the second Calvin? The whistle That'd be the first one. I think yeah, it was the first, first one, one, yeah, out of the bells. So he whistles as he leaves. Christ, that's oh, disturbing. Yeah, I did do that. Well, that's still as disturbing as I remember. <laughs> okay, so Trixie, <laughs> what's Trixie doing? Aside from the standard causing people to trip every now and again and making the laundry lines fall and what practicing, as she calls it. <laughs> <And> yes. <laughs> Probably pestering Dern a little bit here and there because. It's a friend. You always have to pick on your friends, right? Mm-hmm. He's moderately okay with it. Well, except for that time when I knocked the hammer on your head. I mean, yeah, don't do that again. My laugh was a little loud that night. <laughs> <laughs> Just flying around, trying to avoid the other owlings. Okay. Hoping oh. they don't find out who I am. Ooh. Trixie has a dark past. <laughs> uh, they they don't know on this island anything about. Yeah, she's still you know. gonna hide. Right. Okay. She's a paranoid parakeet. Um, I think the next thing that would happen then is the intended departure of the thundercloud. When you say intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thundercloud roars sort of its arcane engines to life, and uh, Gr- Griff has sort of given the invitation that anybody who wanted to go back toward Cliffshire way um, would be welcome to come with, but with a sort of detour stop uh, to stop limping on their arcane engines and get uh, their main sort of a, a new replacement engine, new drive. Um, is there anybody who's headed back to Valbara as their next step, particularly the east of Valbara? I could pull out the map. Is that yeah, anywhere near, that near the Isle of Dawn? So, not really. Um, if hey, Dan, you were, you if you were asking around on how to get to the Isle of Dawn, 
you would probably go to the eastmost point of um, Lamoche and take a ship. Um, it's not very far by sea. If you were to go the way Griff is going from Cliffshire, you'd have an overland journey of about half the world. Um, uh. The other way is about <laughs> uh, the other way is about a couple weeks on a ship. So that would be the quickest way. You can get to the Isle of Dawn by going overland from Cliffshire, but it's across the whole main continent yeah. because it's on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you were to go again east, you guys have gone that way before. You've taken the road east. It goes past Labyrinth, Parmelia, which was the above ground Spory City. It goes past Moonglade, um, Silver's Blessing, Brazzlewood, and um, then would get to the coast eventually uh, about 50 miles or more south, um, probably more south of where Albagula was beached on the east coast. So that would be the best way to get there. What about uh, Manasseh? Manasseh is just south of the Isle of Dawn. It is the island that's been converted to the Overdark. That's what they call it now. Um, Again, about a two-week ship journey east from here, but it's a hundred miles south or so of... um, Well, no, the Isle of Dawn is the second island up, a couple hundred miles south of there. I don't think I'm going. I don't have a reason to. Right. Okay. It would be going near to uh, nearest to where Dern's uh, uh, not exactly near Kufo, but sort of north of Kufo. Probably the best ride he's going to get. Yeah, if you took a ship, you might get closer to Kufo right away, but you could easily take a ship from Cliffshire or just across the harbor. Um, so That's you, where he went. You could go on the Thundercloud the other option would be to go north to Slaver's Bay and look for a ship that would sail out to Kufo. Yeah, Dern's not so hot on going back to Slaver's Bay. Okay. I think he would probably make sure that everything here is as taken care of as he could get it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a while till things are normal. Mm-hmm. But... Not for the efforts of one dwarf. Yeah, the... The city has much the same, or the village has much the same vibe it had after Akagi was buried. And people went back, the farmers went back to farming, and people went back to living their lives, albeit, you know, with empty spaces in them. Hey, I'm Sam, and you're listening to Date Night Podcast. If you're interested in homebrew items, class race options, and other unique things about the show, you can get more information about a lot of them from our friendly neighborhood Game Moms Dungeon Master Guild titles. Some of them are offered for free, and if you like things that are free, go on and get those, and some of them are paid, and if you'd like to support our show, those are only just a few dollars, and you can help support us. You can find all of those titles by going to datenightpodcast.com and clicking the store tab, or search for Will Mayer on dmsguild.com. There are titles like Path of Fury for the Barbarian, my personal favorite, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Rules for Building Your Own Homunculus, Bloodlines for new races, backgrounds, feats, and Crinkle Fire Touches guide to homebrew magic items made for your campaign. Now, let's get back to the story and see what dumb thing we're going to do next. Well. Looks like it's about that time. What time? I need to go back to my people. We've set out and done what we set to do. And there are other places that I need to be. Never actually made it home the first time I left. (laughs) 
I got to the Cliffshire. I fucked that up pretty bad. It's pretty Which, fun, actually. Well, I. <laughs> Except for the whole Lucius bit. But there are things I need to do. Is there anything I can do for you before I leave? Promise to take care of yourself? I'll try. Good enough. I seem to find myself in danger more often <laughs> than most folk, but I, I'll, I'll do my best. Well? What can I say, Dern? It's, it's been real. Send a message every once in a while? I, I would like to say one thing. I'm sorry for a lot. I'm sorry too. But, you know, we've both wronged each other in so many different ways. Um, nah, I could say it's cancelled out, can't you? Sure, we'll go with that. Alright. Well. Holds out a chain-mailed hand for Grease Wizard. Holds out a really tiny hand for Dern. <laughs> and it's got a little buzzer in it. <laughs> because of course it does <laughs> I got to get ahead of you in um, wronging Darren roll a constitution saving throw hey, do you you're just gonna let him say he has he's a handshake he's got tinkering and it's been a month <laughs> that would be uh, 13 alright you feel a little shock travel up your arm but nothing you can't handle as the storm heart uh, I was about to say because that, that's coming to play I understand kind of what I'm doing with that mm -hmm. now right can I, can I do you have any more of those can I, can I make a cloud yeah. <laughs> you could cast lightning lure if you'd like. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Though. Okay. <laughs> we could have another one hour battle here if you want. <laughs> we can start this journey all over again. Boys, Dan. please. <laughs> <laughs> Just over your head a little bit, the sky darkens and you hear the rumble of thunder. Did you ever see that Mortal fades. Kombat movie? Where no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think so. No Christopher Lambert. No Christopher please. Lambert? Okay. So can I have one? Just thunders a little bit, and Dern just kind of... I toss over my buzzer, too. It, thun uh, it thunders a little bit, and Dern just kind of smiles. <laughs> this isn't the end, Dern, I don't think. Well, we'll find out, won't we? You have a good life. You too, Greasy. <clears throat> and he comes over to R, and he holds out his gauntlet <laughs> gauntleted hand again. <laughs> Goodbye, Dern. Goodbye. He still got the hand outstretched. Don't leave your brother hanging. Oh, oh yeah, I <laughs> high-five him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Arn has a charisma of six. <laughs> Kira, lost. What are you doing? Well, I plan to travel with my dwarven brothers. That's good company, right there. <laughs> Get uh, Glum back to Grin. Won't be you, but at least it'll. Be a little bit familiar. Now that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know we don't all look alike. <laughs> Do dwarves have hands? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good plan, lass. If any of you ever find your way over to the mountain, you know, look me up. We'll get shit-faced. It'll, it'll be a great time. Holds out a hand for cure. Shakes it. Oh. 
That was perfect. <laughs> so, Trixie, how are you coming? My bag's already packed. That's what I thought. Yep. Zev, don't burn anything down. <laughs> Put it back together twice now. Okay, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Dern and Trixie board the thundercloud. And with a uneven sort of sputtering burst of power, it takes off skyward. Um, Are you sure this thing's flight-worthy? Well, it's, it's good enough to get up into the clouds, but we do need to make a stop. We need to be running at full power and, of course, full powder. Now, when, when we make this stop, we're coming down slowly, right? Why would we do that? And it wipes away. Wait, I use my mighty morphin power ring okay. and scream, All hail the metal man! <laughs> I still have a grenade in here somewhere, I'm sure of it. Okay, and Darn and Trixie fly off toward the northwest sky. Bye. With Griff and Skip and... Biff. Biff. Hip <laughs> and the goblin cook. Um, all right. I think the next thing would probably be seeing who would who was going to the labyrinth. Me. Okay, Kira, I'm presuming. Yes. Okay. Um, it's not me. You I've two, already gone. Um, I don't know. Just a reminder. Crinkle told you to see he had a bag. A bag in the labyrinth. I didn't know yeah. if you remembered that or well, not, but I your guess, character yeah. would. Yeah. Kira doesn't. You guys want to go to the labyrinth and then make our way down to the. Isle and the Overdark? Oh, yes. I do. I mean, I could skip the Labyrinth, but I don't see any reason for me to be traveling alone. You guys are going to get yourselves into too much trouble. Right. It's it's us. Someone's got to look out for you. Right. I think as you all pack up to leave and go out of town with Blum and Mario and the other dwarves... (laughs) 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 Um, oh, did Dern have a chance to learn that cantrip from them? He lost his chance. I don't know. Okay. In a month? In a month? No, they didn't. No, no they it. didn't. Kalman knew it. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, no. All right. The Azers taught it to Kalman. That's right. Um, you all get ready to get your stuff packed. You're ready to leave Raven Tree. Um, so, you start heading out on the road. I think there's a, a call for um, for Zev from Ildras. Oh, what is Zev doing right now? I guess. Hello. <laughs> as as they all get ready to leave, what is Zev doing? Before I do think he would actually want some sort of um, direction because it makes sense both ways for him to stay and for him to go to the sort of the ancestral orc right homeland. Okay. I think what's happened in kind of the time leading up to this is Zev has sort of um, originally kind of had that feeling of, well, we'll just keep going and doing what we're doing, but more and more the sword has been asking you to take the bloom of the raven tree and spread it down to the south where things have died and go find what's left of your people um, and fix them so that they can go and do the work that needs to be done to bring the balance back to... So that would be Overdark? Like you say, south. Overdark's to the east, right? 
the Overdark is on another island. Like he's talking about south of Lamoche. No, on Lamoche, where the whole blight has come. He's basically asking oh. you to replant the land. Rock on, rock on. Okay. And restore um, and hopefully bring alliances back under your name, you know, being Akagi's son. But that's up to you if you follow that. He would totally follow that. He's, he's locked in with the sword right now. Okay. So I think as all of you are going to leave, is Zev going to accompany them to Labyrinth? Or is he going to stay and work in Raven Tree? Labyrinth is on Lamoche. If he's supposed to be rebuilding alliances, that makes sense. Okay. Go. And, you know, so I think that's next. The four of you set out a few days. Um, Aaron on her arcs, skating comfortably across the <laughs> top yes. of the ground as it floats along. Why um, does it float again? It has, it has uh, some magic horseshoes that we got when you were oh, feeling really poorly. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that, that. Let it float um, like four <laughs> inches said, above oh, the ground. And someone said, oh, let's just put it on the arcs for now. No one cares. <laughs> yes. So currently you have that. Um, Kira has her elk that she can it. ride on. I transform oh, into wait, a I lion. <laughs> and I look directly at Aaron, <laughs> casting a fourth Meow. level spell, Polymorph. Technically you can cast that. Oh, I know. Okay. And I turn I into hate a lion. You so much. <laughs> this is why Durham left. And this exact behavior. And Zev just kind of walks. <laughs> Zev, you can ride me if you want. <laughs> Make a strength save. As I'm a, a, lion. As a lion. But you're a gnome sized lion. Four. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sickening pop in a vertebrae of this lion as the lion takes about 12 bludgeoning damage and Here moves was. at half speed. Giddy <laughs> um, up. <laughs> I have always wanted to do this. Zev, get off of him. No, he said I could. You broke his, his back. back. His back ground. legs are dragging. <laughs> He's just moving you forward with his front legs. He's trying to drag himself out <laughs> from under you. Please. Actually, roll a concentration. Do you have to concentrate? Oh, no. no, not no. for Polymorph. It's, it's, you get the stats, and once you hit zero HP, pop right, out. Then you're out. Oh. Okay. But I can undo it yeah. as well. Well, that's fine. You're just crawling along right now. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Maybe I get off the line. Try again later. <laughs> but you can't talk. Maybe I can talk a little bit. <laughs> no. Get off the lion um, so I can heal him. I'm off. I'm off. Yeah, Eva. Poof. My magic floating arc's name is Babe. That's all. Babe. Great. So you make it to Labyrinth. Um, you show the invitations because they were real kind of dodgy about letting people in before. Yes. Um, but you have them. Uh, they. The invitations are specific. You can go to Maximilian's uh, new shop that he's opened in the labyrinth, or you can go to the Rock Seeker Forge, but you'll have to be escorted to those places per sort of the same rules as the last time you were in the labyrinth. Maximilian, please. All right, so Greasy goes to Max's, and Kira heads to the Rock Seeker Forge. Who's going with whom? Um, I'll go to Max's. Okay. Where are you going? Max. I'll go to Max. All right, so... Um, Kira goes back with Glum and the other dwarves. Family reunion! And, uh, yeah, you see um, Grin, they're hard at work in the forge when you come in, and he sort of, uh, as you guys come in, eventually he notices somebody's behind him, and he kind of wipes the sweat off the top of his face, and he turns around and sees you standing there, and he sees another dwarf who he doesn't recognize. He says, it's a me, Mario. And then beside him <laughs> is his long lost brother. 
Um, Luigi. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm calling it here. <laughs> nope. Not, not, we not, didn't not name Mario's. All the five not Mario's brother. Mario. Oh, I'll step back. <laughs> and, and then standing beside each other are Kira and uh, Glum. And Grin just sort of drops his, uh, places his hammer down onto the anvil. Dare we say it? He grins. Next to him. Gives a, a wide grin, um, which quickly turns to a tear. Uh, in his eyes, and also for the Aww. first time, you see Glum smile. Aww. The first um, one was sarcastic, the second was, one was all. Then they, as they reunite, and uh, they sort of have a couple things to say to each other, and then Grin walks over to Yutira and says, Naturally, they're in Dwarvish, and I'm just You've like, brought me brother back. <laughs> they're always after me, lucky <laughs> charm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't do Scottish, so <laughs> we can't avoid Mike's face, whatever he's doing there. I was I'm sorry, I was looking at my, my next level spell slot since this was a, a non involving Zev, Zev yeah. moment. Except Kay. for that expression took over everything. <laughs> Summon greater demon. Oh god, oh no. <laughs> that won't work, by the way. The summon angels and demon spells don't work. Oh, okay. In this cosmology, so right. I'll have to tell you that. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Some, some dude named Kevin. <laughs> With the divine gate closed, no fiend or celestial can but be wait, brought we, onto the But wait, we plane. have to make a choice, and then we can, right? No, it's closed now. Right it's now, it's closed. We, there's a decision to be made in the future about whether it'll stay closed or open. Right. Is that season 12? Yeah. At this rate? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, let's get back to that. So. Okay, so... You've brought me brother back. <laughs> Hard stars, rainbows, clovers, and balloons. Pots, gold, rainbows, and a red balloon. Yes, I did. Somehow I found him down in Red Rock. Aye. <laughs> I never thought I'd see another rock seeker again. Never thought I'd see you again, to be honest. I've had some close calls. Aye, we've had a few in this city as well. It's good our walls are high and our weapons are sharp. I don't think Raven Tree would have lasted if we didn't have your help before. Aye, well, weapons in the hands of them. That was better than the alternative. <sighs> what are you going to do now? I was thinking of possibly going back to Silverleaf, but... The gnome and the barbarian had some plans over on the mainland, I think. Aye. So I might skip across on the boat to go over there and then wasn't sure if I was going to head back to Silverleaf. It's a big empty city, but at least there's less chance of dying there. Aye. That sounds favorable. And it's your birthright, too, so if you'd want to come, too. He looks over his shoulder at his brother. That place doesn't have the fondest of memories for us. Um, you're always welcome to stay here, too, Lassie. I'll get back to you on that. Have you given any thought to your family? 
they're over on the mainland, too. Once I get over there, I can at least send word back to them. Aye. Well, you're always welcome here. That invitation never expires. I'm glad to have it. I can't thank you enough for showing me what you showed me in the journal, but more than that, for bringing me brother back and my sister. Never thought I would have had a dwarf for a brother. Hey, well, you're lucky. (laughs) Is that it? Glum doesn't really say anything. Really? He just comes up. And he hugs you. Awkward. Which I think is the, the first hug Kira's had in this campaign. <laughs> no, we had a group hug where we hugged Calman. Oh, okay. I definitely give bear hugs from time to time. <laughs> and he just kind of nods. Was very, very shocked by that. And uh, he looks right as you turn to go and sees the clips in your hair that your mother gave to you. I forgot about those. Oh, yeah. They're so pretty. And uh, he just says, Skira, stop a moment. What? Skira. And he just walks up and kind of motions for you to come down toward him. I'm not that much taller than him. A little bit. Like a couple inches? Well, he just reaches up and he just touches (laughs) one of the uh, clips in in your hair. And you see him kind of look distantly out over your shoulder and he says goodbye deity she went to the fey wild actually she fey something yeah the fey lands she went to the fey lands she left me the other halves of the pairs i forget do they do anything or are they just pretty they're just pretty the one was made uh this story was one pair was made by Grin and one by Glum and they always argued over which one she should wear so she always wore one of each and she yeah. gave you the other one of each. Okay. Alright. Mm. Uh, at Maximilian's Paximilian, all of you walk up and he's at a <coughs> counter inside an actual proper shop instead as, of his wagon. As we walk up. So do well, how do we steal from this one? Oh, this one? We can't steal from Zev. That sounds like a challenge. No, 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 no. He's he's a friend. Oh. We can go. Hey, do you remember that time we hit up the thing outside this place? Yeah. Let's go hit it up again before we leave. Okay. And we can do what that. What are you guys talking about? Nothing. We are talking about stealing. <laughs> <laughs> and Zev's stone turns red. And I cast messages and say, don't tell Arin. I mean. See this dirty look from a goblin guard steal. just in the street. Like good fine steel. Good. You're an idiot. <laughs> and, with that, and I have an intelligence of 11. <laughs> it was good because I rolled a 14. <laughs> you Against to do what? It's a persu- uh, persuasion. Persuasion check. Persuade? Okay. You know what? <laughs> you say that and walk into the shop. And there's Max behind the counter. Uh, a little toy uh, wind-up monkey uh, helping him clean up around the shop. 
as well as a few other little friends that he's managed to cobble back together uh, in his time here. And he sees the three of you come in. <gasps> you got my invitation. You did? Is that this is great. Should we give Resnal back? Yes. Why would you ever Kira give anything has back? Resnal. Who raised you? We took you? Fresnel from Kira Nobody. before she I'm left. Kira's boy. across the city. Yeah, before we, before we separated. You should ask him first, because Kira's going to be pretty possessive of that. Do you want your friend back? You Fresnel. mean Fresno? Mm-hmm. Well, if he has served you well. You know, I always use take things that people no longer have a use for. Oh, we still have a use for him. We just thought he might be, like, emotionally attached or something. Right, yeah. I mean, definitely we can still use him. I love all of my friends, but if you are still happy with him and he is still happy with you, then I am happy for you to have him. How can you tell if he's happy? Oh, if he still shines, he's happy. Aww. If they do the things they are supposed to do, they are happy. That makes me so happy. <laughs> then you are working. Oh, yeah. It works the other way, too. And who is your friend? Uh, this is Zev. More of an acquaintance, really. No, shut up, this. <laughs> well, welcome, Zev. Hello. To my shop, Maximilian's Paximilian. He's a cleric, and I wink. Yes, that is very good. Clerics are needed in this world. And I go, he's not really a cleric. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he just sort of, okay. <laughs> um, so, what is it that brings you back? Are you just here to say hello? That and stuff, I mean. Stuff? Always. Yes. Of course. I have not um, been out gathering very much into my backpacks, but I have spent time designing backpacks. Well, personally... And that is the most important part of your business. I think that it is. I don't... I'm, f- I'm focusing less on what's in the packs and more on the packs. I don't really need a new pack. I have But I think... He pulls out the bag of colding. Might I see that? It makes it very cold. This is wonderful. Is it still full of stuff? or yes. <laughs> No, it emptied right when he walked through the door. Oh, that's right. The snacks aren't in there, but you might still have wine no, from you the Underdark. Oh, okay. Well, it's been Ooh. a month. It's just very cold. This could be very handy. It it I think I might rations. make a bag like yeah. this sometime. Yeah. I used, it, I used it in a very hot place to keep me cool. That is a novel <laughs> use for <laughs> such a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I need a favor, Max. Yes, what is it? Crinkle fire touched. I know this name. Left a bag with you. Yes, I, I for a while sold some bags for this crinkle. I need one. Uh, well, um, let me have a look and see uh, if I still have any of those. It uh, will go in the back. Deathly important. I will give a good look. Thank you. And he goes into. You open, he opens a door, and you see that it sort of enters the back of his cart on the other side of the door. Like, that's his storeroom. And he goes in the back, and you sort of hear some things clattering around. Zev, hands in your pockets. <laughs> I don't think I have pockets on this armor. Because <laughs> he's still wearing the two small stuff. <laughs> That'll like keep, the, that should keep him busy. You can like put, the, like, the tips of your fingers in like the pockets. The female leather armor. From the, yeah. yeah. You can put your very tips of your like, fingers Like in. where the boobs are on the armor. <laughs> He kind of stuffs his hands down in there. <laughs> Scrabbles gets disturbed from you pushing up and sort of oh, climbs out onto your shoulder. Um, Max comes back and he sort of shrugs his shoulders and grimaces a little. He says, I think I remember selling the last one of those backpacks. Oh, it must have been two or three years ago. I am so sorry. I have many other bags. 
I really need that that one. Do you know who you mm. sold it to? Um, I could check my records, but they are Please. not very good. Please. <laughs> Especially after his wagon exploded on a beach. Yes, they are sort of in disarray. <laughs> I lost many of them. Um, but this bag would have been specifically for the grease wizard here. Uh, don't you have anything, right? Wouldn't it have been? No. No, did he steal from you? I thought no. he left this, it for yeah. you. This is the first time I think I don't have anything specifically with your particularly long name on it. Does the one back there that says Zev? Um, I don't think so. Zev asked Summer Willow. No. I mostly just I'm have the Gast. bags I have made in the past. He's not months. Santa Claus, Zev. <laughs> who is who is Santa Claus? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um All right, Max. Uh Hmm. I tell you what, so I would give you one more bag for the road if you would like. Sure. Again, I don't have anything specific, but I do have these. And I'd like each of the three of you to roll a D hundred. Kira's mentally trying to figure out how much time she would spend in the forge and whether she <laughs> to had get already over been in time to, to get some. Loot. I rolled she three had zeros. Been figuring that out. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You rolled what three zeros. Yes, that's one hundred. That would be a hundred. Ninety-nine? Ninety-nine? <laughs> I don't know what a hundred. And a hundred? I'm going to be real with the you The two guys. tens. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> a ten? And okay. a... This, this... These two? Yeah. Or... Or this one. Okay. The, okay, these two. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I do have something from Crinkle Fire Touch, but it is not a teleportation backpack. It is um, part of an inventor's kit. It is called the Pocket of Necessity. I think it would come in handy for, you know, it His is for huge. the tinkers. We often need things, and sometimes there's only so much space a bag, even a magic bag, can keep close at hand. But this carries only what you need and only holds it the moment you realize that you need it. He's so happy. You're enabling his morning. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Aaron, what did you roll? Uh, 52. Okay. Does anybody have any scissors? Yes, actually. I just brought them in. I don't have anything else from Crinkle Fire Touch. But I do have something from another gnome inventor that I've had around here in the shop, sort of as a novelty for quite some time. Now I'm being uh, Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> it's a no, no, no. I believe this was made by Swizzlebeck Stoneshiner. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Zavask? I do not know you that well, but... Um, you look like you could break things. Is this true? I would say reasonably well, yes. Well, I do have a bag that could be helpful should you come across anything like your armor, perhaps, that is broken. Yes, it is. He's from well, this was made by another gnome inventor, Crimpy Elderweasel. And that is the bag of mending, and Arn has received the Sack of Silence. 
Oh, this that's is cool. Sound, this is a portable soundproof room. What goes on once someone gets you inside the bag? I might not want to know, but it doesn't matter because whatever happens to you in there, you're not talking. <laughs> That's the quote from Crinkle Fire Thank Touch. Thank you, Crinkle Fire Touch. <laughs> These will be available in Home is Where You Doff Your Sack, Crinkle Fire Touch's Guide to Magic Bags. Yes. Which is not yet currently available. By the time this comes, comes out. Yes, it will be. Um, your right, friend, Kira, uh, you're going to see her again? Sure. She's coming eventually. She was right behind us, wasn't she? We can she steal from. I cast message to Zeb. We can steal from Kira. It's okay. <laughs> I'll take that. You can't steal from Kira. Give, I cast let me a message. It. Okay. Cast. These cast are just it. the things um, I have been working on lately. They are not um, designed for anything particular other than the aesthetic. But. Sometimes you need to bring a little bit of beauty into the world. So here is a brilliant backpack for your friend. I'm sure she's very grateful for it. I might ask you a favor, Grease Wizard. Yes. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need some Enjoy. help with the oxen. Oh. As they are running a little rough. What I reach into my bag and I pull out some, my new bag. And I pull out a wrench and a hammer and a, a nine millimeter gun. Escalate quickly. You don't. Oh, oh you don't need this one. Okay, I put that I, back in. I am sorry to interrupt, but um, I, I think Dern was looking for a backpack as well. Oh, it's a dwarf. He didn't leave your party. You no, turned. Last I saw, yes. he was on the airship. Going away. You weren't there. Yes, I was. You were in, you were in Labyrinth. No, I was not. Oh, no, he came back. Oh, he came back? Yes. Okay, uh, roll a sort of a deception check. <laughs> you look too tickled. 24. Uh, yes, uh, Dern. Yes, he was very helpful. Um, hmm. Unfortunately, I don't have too many bags left. Um, oh, it's okay. I'm sure he'll be very disappointed. But I do have one more brilliant backpack it. that I can give you. Oh, I'm sure he would love that. He's always talking about how he needs pretty things. Well, it is, uh, it is very shiny. That sounds on brand for him, yes. Okay. And I'll have to make a copy of the brilliant backpack for, for that. All it's right. just like a really good Jan Sport. Mm -hmm. Each morning at dawn, it shimmers brilliantly for 30 minutes. This sounds great when you're trying to hide some bad things. <laughs> um, Max? Rainbow! You got the rainbow one? <laughs> that changes color every day. Yay. <laughs> that's, the best. that's the best one. I mean, Dern. the best one. Dunn is going to love this backpack. <laughs> and he doesn't hear you. He's going to the back with the grease wizard to work on the... Um, and Can you roll a tinkering check? Sure. Eighteen plus tinker, which oh. is dex. Intelligence for this. You're oh. sort of diagnosing the problem. Twenty-three plus my proficiency. Yes. Twenty-six. It looks like all they need is a little grease. Oh. <laughs> I got you, Max. <laughs> and I cast grease. And, and I cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch the mechanical oxen's eyes flare back to life and Max says, Well, I guess I can get back out there. 
There is plenty of things to gather up that no one is using. Oh, yes. And take a couple for the road, and I cast grease into a couple more bottles. Oh, wunderbar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Dedication to the bit. <laughs> All right. And um, thank you, Max. With that. Oh, thank you. Good day to you all. And to you. That invitation never expires. All right. Kira walks in the shop right before they head out. Oh, it is Kira. (laughs) (laughs) Kira, I got this for you. Oh, thanks. She hands me a pretty burgundy trimmed with white bag. Yay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty. These are what I'm making now. He's gotten really into the backpack itself aspect of the business. Yes, I've learned in my many years of travel, it's, what on, it's what's on the outside that counts. The package really matters. See, yes, this is true. <laughs> you can tell what's in a bag by its cover. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. All right. Yeah? Thank you, Max. <laughs> Zev is agreeing furiously. It's been too long since I've done this terrible German accent. <laughs> Or not long enough. (laughs) (laughs) And I think with that, you head out of the labyrinth. You make your way. Well, do you make your way east? Did I ever find anyone who could have diplomatic relations? They kind of didn't let you. Is that what they're calling it? They kind of didn't let you (laughs) go anywhere of importance in the town, but pretty much everybody in here was goblins. It's mostly a goblin city. And who cares about goblins? Do they have any good vegetarian restaurants? Mm, it's not the best place <laughs> for uh, vegetarian. And in fact, even the meat is usually just meat. <laughs> it's Zev doesn't, not a specific meat. Zev would still try to meet with somebody to just make sure that there's, you know, because we've come here before to do like work orders and stuff like that. Just sort of keep up. Keep the rela- working yeah. relationship open. Keep ties. Just roll a straight charisma check then for that. 11 plus 4. Uh, 15. You do get sort of a friendly reception, um, and they say that they would love to start trading with Raven Tree again now that the roads are clear, um, and they'd be happy to continue to work with you guys and give you any of the supplies you need to rebuild at a, a low, low price. That is wonderful. One more question. Is it okay if I plant my seed here? Uh, <laughs> so that's what they call uh, it now. Do you, do, you, do you have an invitation to the goblin's hole? I, I am not sure. Um, I, I could check my paperwork. Uh, yeah, if you check your papers, you know, you're free to head over there and do what you will. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> All right. So we'll head out of the city. Um, Can we go back to that uh, store? The general store? Yeah. It's on the outside. Yeah. Um, when you get to the outside, you see it's burned. Um, uh. The whole, like, where the walls are is scraped. There's dead trees all over. It looks like there was a huge battle out in front of this wall. Um, Maybe the, next it's time, not, It's not really any north of Raven Tree where you are, so that blight uh, that hit Raven Tree hit here, too, and the only thing that kept them out was the walls kind of making mm. them skirt, but everything outside, which you actually would have noticed on your way up, the general store and the goblin, the, the inn that's here, oh, yeah. um, they're Dead. just down to the... Yeah. Um, foundations. I would like to look around to see if there's anything in there that I can steal. <laughs> you can make an investigation check. I'll help you, Zeph. But it's been uh, over a month, so uh, people have been in here. 18. 18? It's a 10. All right. 
Um, it's it's hard because somebody's definitely scrounged through this stuff already. Um, but Zev does sort of turn over like this big shelf that was hard to move and pushes it over um, and finds underneath totally it uh, yeah, a hooded lantern. I'm a plus three. Hooded lantern? Mm-hmm. I would like to surreptitiously put it in my bag. Okay, roll a sleight of hand check. Zev, I'm right here. I no, no, you're not. Well, right. Yeah, no, you totally saw that. That was a three. I'm fine with you stealing yeah, Zev it, Zev. finds a lantern. But right. Go ahead. Take it. Okay. Actually, five, eight. Yeah, still. Pull out the drift globe and I cast daylight. I, I, I've got a lantern too. It's not oh, that big of a deal. I wasn't trying to hide it from dark. you. I was just, you know. Okay. All right. No, that, that's fine. Oh, cool. Somebody stole mine in the underdark. You're that's what? right. My hooded lantern. Maybe it was this goblin. We have now sought vengeance against him. <laughs> Would you like Maybe. A All right. Is I have Fresnel. So you guys are heading east toward the coast? Yeah. Or is Zev going? Or? I will go with him, but I am not leaving. All right. I think you go back through the, the road. You see Parmelia is pretty much gone. This was the mushroom city that stood on top of the river. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to sort of navigate across the river here at this point. And most of the mushroom structures that were built here are finished. Um, they had a way you know, to sort of flee to the new spores or old spore city underneath, but their city's sort of been destroyed. You see a few who are out there trying to um, uh, respread sort of the spores and, and start things over, but it's going to be a long time for the uh, spory capital here. Um, it's much the same along some of the other roads, particularly the Moonglade and Brazzlewood. Moonglade's where Umu's from. Um, things had turned to blight all through there. Um, Silver's Blessing still stands. It was the northmost city in the Triangle. Um, it had a little bit of rioting and things along those lines, but seem, things seem to be carrying on, for the most part, as they did before. Um, the is there, is there a the mages actually said they went back here from Raven Tree. Is there a human noble still there? <laughs> N- no, he's okay. in another part of Raven Tree right now. Um, part of Raven Tree? I mean, part of Lamoche, sorry. Okay. Um, you head all the way across to the coast and find a shipyard. Um, who's looking for a ship? Me! All right, roll an investigation check, I suppose. 20. Yeah, um, you find a ship that's actually sailing for um, that area. <laughs> I need the fastest ship you have. Stop it. It's all fun and games until you run into a Kraken. While he's looking, Kira has been talking to them off and on about how she's not sure if she can keep going on adventures or if she needs to go back home to Silverleaf because she has almost died. But basically... No, you did die. I was there. Yeah, she did. She came back. But basically, she's wanting them to say, yes, we'd like for you to keep staying or to stay with us. Or be like, no, that's fine. You can go if you need to. Kira, uh, I need you to stay. I'm going to need you. I'm not sure if I want to time travel. I'm keeping, t- I'm by, by the way, sure like I'm keeping anything, anything that has to do with like time travel and crinkle. That's all up here. That's not being shared. Okay. So you guys just know I need to go. 
to... Well, you made a pretty loud promise that you would get her back. To her? Yeah, but know. he hasn't mentioned it since I haven't I mentioned think. it in months. Okay. Anyway, so I don't know if I want to keep adventuring because the more we're out and about, the more dangerous things we keep finding, and I don't really want to die again. Yes, but we keep getting stronger as well, as if we are all leveling up in a very balanced system of encounters. <laughs> yes. and uh, Zelda's gone meta! <laughs> but do you have Revivify? I am not sure that I have that spell yet, although I am a cleric. I will have it soon. I don't think you will. Um, Kira, you could go back to home, but then you could just kind of sit there, right? What are you going to be doing? Are you going to keep up your training like you are now? Taking care of my mother and stepfather's city. Right, okay. What happens when the blight comes back for you, all right? Or something else? And you're not going to be leveled up for it. <laughs> <laughs> so if something bad happens, you will hunt me down to be part of your party again? Kira, don't N- listen to him. No, what I'm saying is if you just <laughs> sit there, you're not going to be strong enough for the things that are coming for you. Obviously, this world's getting worse, right? And if you just stay dormant, then you're going to die with it. It's like there's some kind of vengeful god up there who's just trying to test us and put us through trials. I am not sure what you are all talking about. Things have been great for like a month now. Right. Yeah, they have. Everything seems pretty quiet. Look, Kira, if you feel like you have to stay here, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. But Silverleaf is actually across the sea. Eh, Silverleaf's across the sea. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) Kira, look at me. Let me finish what I was saying. Fine, go ahead, Aaron. Do you see what I had to deal with? Kip, and I cast Fireball. (laughs) He resummons that nine millimeter. He's not even here. He's not here. (laughs) Okay. If you feel like you have to go home, that's fine, and you can do that. But... If you choose to journey with us, then, I mean, I can't guarantee that you're going to be safe or that everything's going to be okay, but I know that we could definitely use you with us, but it's your choice to make, and I'm not going to try and sway you either way, because I just, fate isn't finished with us, and it's, you know, it's going to work out either way. Seems finished for me, but if you guys Well, that's your call! Jeez! (laughs) See, this was the issue. I wanted them to be like, yeah, stay with us, please. I'm sa- I, and I am explicitly doing that, Kira. I need you to stay with us. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be in character. Logically, I know if Trixie is with Dern and they're gone and then Kira leaves to go home and then Zev then also a new character leaves that- to go home, then you two are both going to have like six characters and we're still going to be on the one. Technically, I am staying. You know, literally <laughs> everyone is <laughs> testing me so much today. <laughs> but then I can roll a new character. That'd be fun. Kira? One that has a character voice. I think in the vein of being true to Amy's character, (laughs) 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 we could leave this undecided. (laughs) It is 7.30. Uh, While you're sort of having that conversation, while you're looking for, and and you can decide, I'm just going to give you a second here. Um, While you're looking for a ship, you do find one with that check that's running uh, an actual trade route to Glint Shore, which um, this is Manassa. Mm-hmm. This is the Isle of Dawn. Mm-hmm. This is Glint Shore. Beautiful. So if you look at the big map, you know, this is the main continent, sort of the west side. You mm-hmm. guys are over here somewhere right now. So it's sort of making a sail up for Glint Shore. It's pretty close. It's the closest you find in your 
scouting around the docks here. That's near, so far as the world map goes, that's near where Kira began her adventure and set out from her father, because uh, it's just south of the Western's Western Wilds um, and the Cradle. Perfect. It's exactly where we need to go. But it's not near Silverleaf. No, it's not? Silverleaf is over here. Oh. Well, then. Not far from Tufo. Missed that ship, didn't you? <laughs> well, she had to go with her brothers, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm riding the ship with you guys. All right, yeah. Okay. Four, please. I mean, three. Right, three. Um, passage to Glintshar. Do you have your own food, or you you need to be eating on the ship? Uh, Do you have a vegetarian option? <laughs> Do you uh, have sausage? We've got the sausage. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, lemons and apples. <laughs> Guess I'll be providing my own food then. All right. Uh, how about you? Just sausage. Yeah. And you? Dude, you can't just live on sausage. <laughs> I'll provide some extra money to help pay for my food. All right. Uh, with food, it's uh, 12 gold. And without food, it's nine. All right. Fine. 12 gold. Well, makes a nice, even number over here. Uh, We leave for Glenshore in the morning. We leave for Glenshore now. No, I'm afraid we're waiting for passengers who've already paid their way. (laughs) And the tide. How does 50 gold sound? Mm, Well, the hell with the passengers. We're leaving for Glenshore now. Zev, are you sure that you don't want to go with us? (laughs) I am sure. My... My god um, needs me to stay here and spread the raven tree outward again. Well, you, we could really use your help, but... I am, I am very sorry. I, if I did not have my mission, I would, I would, of course, come with you. I am also eager to see the land that our people came from. But right now, this land and our people here need my help more. <sighs> okay. Guess I'm gonna have to find some other useful orc or half orc then. You never know. <laughs> Besides, he has way too many characters to play. Zev, so scared. You are a true friend to me. Well, that is very nice to hear. Thank you. And I'll be seeing you. I will see you as well. And I hand him a piece of gold. <laughs> Perfect. One of five. <laughs> <laughs> 469. Can I say goodbye to Scrabbles? <laughs> yes, you can. Zev pulls the, the mouse out of his bag. Goodbye, Scrabbles. Squeak. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, it says it, too. Squeak. Squeak. <laughs> I was trying to do a very, very different voice. And I think I succeeded. Yes. Okay, yeah. Would anyone else like to discuss <laughs> their choices good. that they've made along the way? Um... I think with that, the three of you get on the ship. You find a little bit of extra room than you would have had if all the passengers had uh, managed to make it on board. Nice! And it sets sail on the uh, long journey to Glintshore. Zvask, you watch your friends go, but know that your people are still behind you. And I will resist the urge to cast Hunger of Hadar before <laughs> Bow. And that's, well, 
I guess that's season two, guys. Yay! Whoa. Wow. We hope you've enjoyed our date night together. Remember, you can really help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again in one week.